0: G'day, Welcome back. Episode ten. Well this is pretty cool. Um Before we get into that, I'd just like to say thank you to everyone who's listened so far. There's not actually that many of you, but you mean a lot to me and a lot to to, to everyone else because it's kinda cool. Um we're having fun making these And it's quite cool to have other people making uh, Not making them, listening to them So that's bloody good So For episode 10 We've got a good friend of mine Phil Duffy um, He's Irish So between the terrible Audio quality and his Horrid accent You're probably not going to understand Half the things that are going on But If you bear with us, about 20 minutes in, the audio gets a hell of a lot better. And by that point, maybe you've learned to speak a bit of Gaelic and you've figured out how to understand the bastard. So, yeah, we we talk a bit about hunting an island, um, how an Irish guy finds himself coming to New Zealand chasing possums and uh, a little bit diving into what it's like... As a professional hunter um, I met Phil through my work as a as a color and um although i haven't been doing this long phil that's all he's done that that's what he does it's what he's always done between possum trapping shooting hares dares goats and pigs and ferrets and rabbits back home and all sorts the man lives and breathes hunting he works in a hunting profession and then on his weekends he absolutely just froths over going up into the carcass and chasing seeker so you'll hear a bit about that and um we didn't actually really dive in as far as a wanted to but um we'll get around to it again I suppose at some time so yeah enjoy uh bear with us with the shitty audio there for a while but um yeah have a good time and drop us some comments and um whatnot and and give it a, a like and a subscribe and a review give it a review I think that's the go-to thing and then we'll get the whole world you know listening and We'll be able to get some cool, cooler uh, guests on. Um, Not that the guests that we've had on weren't cool, but you know what I mean. So yeah, enjoy Topographical Episode 10 with Philip Duffy. Sweet. Yeah, welcome to Topographical, Phil. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, Well, first off, we'll just run into... Straight up, quick-fire questions. Yep. Get the ball rolling. Yep. What sort of boots you
1: run? Uh, for summer, I've got crispy summits, super lightweight. And winter, I've got Mendels, himalayas. Fuck, <laughs> those things are so gay. Yeah, big, heavy boot. Yeah. But they're reliable. Do they're the like job. A, yeah, they're like an old dude, They just keep going. Oh,
0: the I can't manner. stand them, eh? Like, the paint, like... They hurt, I had some mendels, and they just hurt my feet just to put them on. I didn't even have to walk in the bastards, and they just, really? yeah, it's, I don't know, they just don't work for me, you know. You they were a good,
1: like a well-made boot, yeah. they just don't, they don't work for my feet, I guess. I know what you mean, because I had a pair of brand new Bastards have you heard of them? Yeah. In Spanish boot, brand spank new, and it felt comfy on my feet. And then I went into Lake Sumner for a week hunting on a 30 kilo backpack. God, like, I actually thought I was going to go to the hospital. After I got out, like, my feet were in pieces. Like, it was so... I had to wear two pairs of socks. It was so, so painful. And just give them back the best. And then bought them crispies, and they're awesome. Good to go with the crispies. Yeah, not fully waterproof. Like, leather boots, but they are so light. I think two crispies weigh the same weight as one Mandel. Fuck, that's
0: good. Yeah, it's pretty Those cool. new crispies I've got are super light, too, yeah. in... Going, going to a lightweight, like, it actually makes a massive difference, Say
1: eh, a lightweight boot, if you're walking yep. around all night. Especially in summer, they don't yeah. have to keep you warm. Yeah. Lightweight, and they're waterproof, I'd actually rather them get wet, and then they're still light. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are they, are they like, a Gore-Tex line, yep. like, so they are waterproof? Yeah, but you couldn't stand on them, like, leather boots, stand in water for, like, an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So leather yeah. boots <clears> be good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, what do you do? Once a leather boot gets wet, God, it freezes and it's heavy and it's, it's like an ice cube on your foot. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, some he just pour the water out, put another. axe actually found in the summer, if you put, if you get them super wet, we can just walk through the creek, get them super wet, change out your shocks twice in a day, and it pretty much dries them out. Because it's able summer. to just yeah. soak up all that water. And just keep changing
0: yourself. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's it, pretty good. So not good in the okay. like in a cold, icy environment. but Tickling tire hunting? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. I used to do a fair bit of, like, summer day hunts just in, like, trail running shoes. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Like, they get wet, but it just didn't matter. Because yeah. it's, like... You're not
1: freezing, and it's only lasting the day, so it's just not exactly <clears throat> that. Gone bush guy on YouTube. He's a possum trapper. He was wearing like sand shoes. I call them, and then I actually think he's barefoot now. Possum trapper. That's the next level, That's <laughs> but, but it's pretty <laughs> impressive. Oh yeah. Like I can't can do it. No way. Nah. Can't even walk out to the ute. And barefoot. But the crocs. it kind of shows how soft you you get though.
0: Yeah
1: i actually think um like
0: stone in your foot i mean crocs definitely make you soft but since getting my crocs over my feet are real soft because i i'll put my crocs on to just go for a wander outside whereas i used to just run like i'd be happy running around in bare feet all the time it wasn't a problem exactly whereas now i've gone all soft i actually need a should really i should throw them out well you're wearing a very fluffy (laughs) slipper (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah. My toes actually get a little sweaty. It's a little too warm oh, in there. Yeah. Oh my god, terrible! Um, keeping to the trend of footwear and boots and whatnot. What's your like boot maintenance, boot care? Non-existent. <laughs> it is non-existent.
1: Yeah, fact of the thing is, you don't have time. You actually don't have time unless you have two pairs of boots, like leather boots. When I was possuming, before I had this culling job. You're in your boots Monday to Friday, awesome, and nine times oh, out of ten. They're... Leave the fucking book alone. <laughs> Sorry, now nine, <laughs> nine times out of ten, you're wet walking through creeks. What do you do at the weekend? You go hunting. You, got, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have time to yeah, start trying yeah. boots out, and like all these people, like if they have an office job, oh, my boots last me five years. That's because you wear them 10 times a year. Yeah. How many kilometres do you actually get out of them, mate? We're wearing them seven days a week. Yeah. possum, and anything else for 10 hours a day. They ain't going to last four years. No. No matter how well you look after them, I don't think. It'd be interesting to see how your crispies last. How long they last. I've just got, like, I just gave them a good old
0: oil up last week because I wasn't working, so I was able to... Yeah. Not really Cause you won't
1: work Yeah exa- No but that was it If you're not If you are working it was it. I, had to, I
0: had a week off Or two What a, Shit I almost did two weeks off Shout out to the missus For like keeping Keeping things together yeah. <laughs> 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 um, But yeah Cause I had that Like enough time off Where I wasn't wearing them everyday I was able to actually Give them a proper clean And then oil them And then Let them like soak in And oil them again And really Really give it a do it Yep <clears throat> um, yep. Which, I mean, that's I'm probably bad. in general. I'm like, I'm a hell of a lot better of like doing a maintenance to my boots than bloody you are. But I know what you mean. Like, you can't um, when you're wearing them all the time. It's hard work. You got to run multiple pairs of boots and exactly. shit. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's just
1: more. Like, men's the boots. They're seven hundred
0: dollars. Bro, those Chrisleys Are seven hundred and fifty bucks.
1: Exactly. They better be- last more than one year. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just a tough one. Yeah. I've got Ashley's now too. I've been bothered with <laughs> yeah. <at> Ashley's <laughs> yeah. and the next day are, I'm I'm just wearing them for the fact that you save your good boots just cutting less hours on them. Like if you are it. What you just wear out, wear out your body instead of wearing out. Pretty much. Yeah, wear <laughs> out your shoulders and your feet. They're more replaceable than a <laughs> yeah. your ankles. Yeah, going to the hospital for new pair of soles.
0: Probably, you know, given another 20 years, ankle replacement surgery would probably be cheaper than a new pair of crisps. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just have them for, about the, like, if you're on the farm or you're fishing or anything like that <clears throat> or you're walking around with the dogs. Just put the Ashley's on. Yeah. Hundred and fifty bucks. Nah, they and do go take well. Shit grip, but pff,
0: you If you don't them. need it, the they, they do they do, do the job a bit there, eh? Yeah. If, if you're not pushing it hard. Um what is your dream hunt?
1: What's on the list? Dream hunt. I always love to shoot a caribou. Yeah. And even though I know they're like a bloody deer over here, like like in America or whatever, but and they're, they're plentiful, but they're st- I just think they're cool. A caribou, and the same thing again for a kudu in Africa. Mm. Like, there's no shortage of them, but I just think they're a wicked, wicked animal. And the last one, me and my mate, one of my Irish mates, Paul, have always talked about going to do Cape Buffalo. Yeah. Because, like, if you fuck that up, you're dead. Yeah. You're get, you're getting killed. Yeah. Like, it's- I just want to charge you and kill you. Which just. Such an exciting. The reason exciting. you do it—that's the reason you do it. Yeah, because <clears throat> if you miss, if it charges, you're I, toast. I was listening
0: to a media podcast episode yesterday, and they had a guy on who's PH from Tanzania, and he got charged by a buffalo. He didn't have his gun with him. He threw his, like, threw a set of shooting sticks at it or something and it charged him. It had no, it just had a boss and it had no, like, horns or, like, broken off or some shit. Yeah. And so it just beat the shit out of him on the ground. But there was no, like, pointy bits to get into him. Lucky. But, um. Yeah, like, goes to shit, like, you know,
1: you fuck around, you find out. Yeah. Yeah. Grizzly bears, too. I'd probably hunt one of them, but I don't know if I'd start throwing loads of money at it to Go and shoot one, they're a pretty cool animal, yeah. But if you got the opportunity to kind of shoot one, you would take it up like that, yeah. Off charge you or something. But if you're out hunting caribou and a grizzly charged you and you had to shoot it, but know if I start throwing out, I haven't got enough money to do all this, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, a, you're throwing African out, America, you're throwing out expensive. Canada, yeah. I mean, I think
0: you can do caribou like. You can make a caribou work yeah now you, well actually you can make and it, it, it could. all ready, couldn't you if you really wanted to yeah you'd bloody just set, set your mind to it and every say five years you'd be able to go and do one of these hunts yeah you know you'd be missing out on a bunch of other things but like you know people go on holidays to bloody exactly queen like you know to the gold coast to go to the wet and wild water world yeah off go exactly. for a, go for a caribou hunt it'll or be you, cheaper don't, don't go tower hunting
1: for a couple of years. Yeah. That's a couple of grand too. So. Yeah. We're going to the Three Kings in March for our 30th birthdays. For a trip on that enchanter. Safari? Enchanter? Boat? Whatever it is. And do you go from... Auckland? Where do go or, from? No, wait, yes. above, above Auckland, I think. Out to the Three Kings for like five days. Far. Just big kingies, big hapukas. There we go. Cool. And that's like three grand. Yeah, yeah. But it's once in a lifetime, <clears throat> so... But there's... Yeah. There's too many... Ground. There's too many
0: once-in-a-lifetime trips, exactly. there? <laughs> I would love to do Africa. I, yeah.
1: Africa's cool. It's like... Yeah. The wild west. Caribou's... It's just like a big herd animal walking through and you shoot it. Fun over. It's yeah, fun. but I think with the
0: caribou, that funds in the fact that... Yeah. You're out. Like, just to get yeah. to where they are is a fucking adventure, isn't it? Yeah. And then...
1: You really are in the middle of nowhere and then yeah, yeah the whole thing. I don't even care I wouldn't even care nearly about much as shooting it as guiding it because 'Cause I'm doing this culling job. You don't lose interest in hunting but you don't care as much if you don't shoot it. Yeah. If someone else shoots it. Yeah. Like if you go going recreational hunting now, it's like ah oh, someone else can shoot it. But, yeah. You
0: still want to be there. Yeah. But just the act of like Experience. killing shit. Yeah.
1: Like, novelty wears off I think have you quickly. been keeping track of how much shit you've been killing this year Uh, sometimes and sometimes not I've been pretty slack but like the last week I shot 15 deer and 50 goats or something so it was yeah. like shit that's more than a lot of people would shoot in their lifetime yeah and you're shooting it in a week yeah like just willy nilly Yeah. Like, and, uh, and, and then you're getting paid to do it and that's not even big numbers <laughs> No. Nah. there's guys shooting no nah, these
0: guys shooting big Hundreds and hundreds yeah. were pretty so, average. Well, let's roll it right back. Obviously, you don't sound like you're from around here. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> <Denny
1: work good? laughs> Where are you? Um, like born and raised in Ireland. Dad is a hunter, fisher, trapper. So he had me out pretty much in the pram fishing. Yeah, but before I could walk, I could fish essentially. Nice. And then trapping, we didn't have guns in Ireland until we were 18, so you we were out. Our main way to hunt was with ferrets and rabbits, and that was our buzz. Putting the ferret down the hole, catch the rabbit, and then we would sell it live to the greyhound, man. Who had races on the tracks. Oh, yeah. We'd give the rabbit to the greyhound to get it to kill, so it would run faster, like a couple of days before or whatever. So that was and we a paid five pound, ten bucks for a rabbit. So how do you catch the ferret? We put a little collar on it, like a mini dog collar, and you put it down the hole.
0: Wait, no, hold on. Before you No, but, No, tame. no but back they're,
1: it right up, back it right up. They're tame ferrets. Well, so they're, you they're not tame. Ferrets. but you buy a ferret. You buy a ferret, a jill or a hob, yeah. And they only <laughs> last a few years. But you buy them there's people breed ferrets in Ireland, believe it or not. <laughs> You get one, I used to have six, and the old lady wanted we get rid of them because the smell of them was disgusting. Uh, they're rancid, the smell. Least, that was our go to, you put them in your pocket, or anything. You walk down the town with a ferret in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly. Fuck and that was yeah. our thing, like part in the car, because you had to have a gun and you do not ferreting a couple of us or whatever. And then once one person got a gun, that was we we're shooting rabbits and foxes. Okay, hey, yeah. so hold on, I really want to understand this ferret in the hole. So you put so the, you get the ferret, right? Yeah. And you have it you don't have it domesticated, but it's
0: Alright, we're back at it, sorry about that. Yeah, phone call from the message. So the so you've got this semi domesticated ferret
1: yeah. with a collar on it that you've bought yeah. for eight bucks and now you normally buy a ten yeah, so twenty bucks, <laughs> yeah, that was but that was the going rate for ferrets back home and you like a good one or you normally get pretty good ones and you just kind of have like keep it wild but you have to domesticate it so that you can hold it essentially yeah. but you don't hold it like a dog and start petting it and everything you just have it trained so that you can grab it put it into the box clean its cage out and it won't have it trained so that it won't bite you essentially that's it you don't really <laughs> want to do too much and make it it's soft it job to is to so catch weird. rabbits Feral animal, yeah. like it's got to be a savage. Yeah, but it's a savage with a collar on. Yeah, yeah. You want it, so you put a little tiny tracking collar on it, and <laughs> put it down the hole, and then you cover all the holes with purse nets. Yeah. So you find out where the Warren is, and you go around do that all first, cover all the holes with a little net, put the ferret down, and you can actually listen in the burrow. Put your ear down in the burrow, and you can hear the rabbits running around it, and the ferret chasing them. It's chaos. <laughs> And then sometimes what will happen though is the ferret will catch the rabbit yeah. because it's not half domesticated. He's not working for me. He's working for himself. So he'll kill it and eat it. <laughs> and he just stays in the hole. And he'll stay in the hole. Yeah. So you have to go around and put the tracker on the ground and find out where it is and it'll beep. And you have to dig down with a spade and actually retrieve the ferret yourself. Again, which is why you want it half domesticated because you want to pull it off the rabbit. Yeah, and get to it before he kills it. Essentially, Uh, so it's all quite quick because you want to keep them live, (laughs) the ferrets, or the rabbits. Essentially, because the whole the aim of the game is to sell a live
0: rabbit. Once the ferrets killed it, it's good for fuck all.
1: Well, it's yeah, pretty much. Well, sometimes if you just want to do it for pest control, you you can just put the ferret down with no nets and then stand back and shoot the rabbits as they come out of the hole because they'll both out of the hole. Yeah. And you just shoot them with a shotgun, and that's good fun, good sport for eating, for the pod. Is nice So,
0: your rabbit, same, like, same sort of rabbit as what we got here?
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So, tasty wee buggers. Yep. Dad used to have us on them all the time, like once or twice a week. Game, pigeons. You're not allowed to shoot wood pigeons over here, but they're bloody good in Ireland. Like, they're a pest in Ireland. Yeah. Used to shoot hundreds a year, and they're so, so good. Right, and they're. Pretty much a similar bird. A bit more colourful here. But if you compared them side by side, you would say that the exact same species... They're going to taste the same, aren't they? Yeah, and And they're bloody good eating back home. Same as tail. You can't shoot tail over here. The ducks. Yeah. And they're a man, game bird, back home, wild and bird. And they're beautiful, dude. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So... You've ripped into a bit of fishing and ferreting as a kid before you got a gun, and then you get a gun. Yeah. What does hunting look like once you? Well,
1: Dad got a gun. I remember Dad got a twenty-two, and that was a big thing in Ireland because you, you guys, were are, you guys weren't allowed guns, yeah. were you? Guns were pretty yeah, like hard to come by <laughs> in Ireland, and if you did have a gun, gun. someone probably thought you were in the IRA. Yeah. So you had, once you learned about it. Legally getting a gun. I remember that at the 22 first. Ruger 10-22. And that was, that was a big thing, like, yeah. getting a gun. Um, you have to go through so many checks and cabinet checks and everything and make sure you're fit for it. But, Is I it a similar
0: process to what we have here? Way more strict.
1: Oh, yeah. Way more strict. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then, that was it. Like, it was before thermals and night visions and, Daddy had a car battery, made a box for it with a seat belt. And I I carried the box around and a and a car headlight, like, essentially. I had the same thing yeah. that Dad wired into the battery yeah. and
0: that was it. He made a little backpack, it was yeah. a little wooden backpack, car battery. Yeah. But he had a fancy like a head strap. Oh. But, and yeah. then you had a whole headlight strapped onto your
1: head. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> a car head? Like, there's no lead there's, like, <laughs> that's only freaking ten years ago. 15 years ago, I was only, what, I was only six or seven, but 20 years ago.
0: It's, yeah, it's a long, it's actually, it's 20 years yeah. ago. And, yeah. It was
1: cool, like, fuck, it was wicked, but that was me walking around in wooden box, holding the lamp, and dad would shoot. Oh, fucking light's still on there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good, it was such an experience, and then we went fishing every Saturday without field. Yeah. Like, that was our thing, four or five was we'll in it, and dad took us fishing for pike. We don't have pike over here like a sport fish back home, like a predatory sport fish. Oh, yeah. Big teeth, big gnarly fish. They've uh, got them in the States, don't yep. they? Yeah, yeah muskies. They call them muskies, I think, aren't they? Is it? They do, do like they? ice
0: fishing for them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
1: pretty yeah. big, pretty big fish. Big teeth. And uh, that was every Saturday, like wind, rain, hail, snow. We went fishing, like, that was our mm. thing. Because obviously guns and everything was just so much harder to come by. Yeah, yeah. Fly fishing
0: or spin fishing,
1: like fly how? fishing. Eh, hey? sorry. Fly fish a lot of yeah. it. Fly fishing, bait fishing for pike, and then salmon was any salmon fishing was fly fishing. Yeah, Try okay. Fly fishing. But it's no, it hasn't got a patch on the fishing in New Zealand. Shit, it's wicked. Gin clear waters, you can't see the the bottom of the rivers in Ireland. Like they're just too polluted or too. Oh, real. Something they're just not clear. Clear. Like, pure water. Is that that because
0: of, like, the type of soil and it's just, like, a dirty river? Or is it because, like, people are
1: being grotty bastards and making dirty rivers? Probably both. And then there's not... Like, if you walk into the middle of the Cowagas, there's no cattle in there that make the river dirty or sheep or cows. Like, anything that pollutes the river It's just pure coming out of the mountains. Yeah. Ireland's, like... There's nothing like that. Maybe way up in the hills of Donegal or somewhere. You might see it's the rivers running clear. Is it clear.
0: similar to, um like, Scotland, England, Wales, yeah. where it's all owned by... Someone. Someone. There's no the, public land. The Crown or yeah. the local Lord guy, or like, it's that old-style... Yep, Yeah, a stance,
1: yeah. 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 Like,
0: yeah. no So is land. there... With... Like, do you have, like, the right to roam through land, but you don't own it kind of thing? Or I you think don't, in Scotland
1: like... you do, but I don't think in Ireland you're allowed to the right to roam. Yeah. I think that's a Scottish thing. Yeah, okay. They've got a through... cool
0: thing in Sweden where... So, like, there's no... There's no public land. It's all, like, owned by whoever. private citizens or the royal family or whatever but you as even us as like kiwis or irish we have the right to roam yeah so you can just like if you own if you like have a bit of land over there even if it's your farm and you own it you can't stop me from like walking through it yeah i can go camping there And I can, like, pick mushrooms and shit, as long as I don't, like, fuck with the goings-on of it. So if it's, like, a farm, I can't, like, disturb the cattle, but I can just go and camp. Yeah. If you want to hunt or fish, you've got to get permission. You can, like,
1: you can be, which is, uh, that's wild. Like, it's it's a cool thing. It's cool, but I don't think I agree with it totally. Mm. Just because the same thing, like, there'll always be someone who takes their dog on... Yeah. similar to here yeah and then it goes and chases sheep there's always someone poaching. who it. ruins it like in in a, in a perfect world yes not a problem simply like, should be able to walk anywhere but there's always someone who fucks it up for yeah. everyone else yeah. one person yeah. and that's all it takes is one mad dog to go and kill a sheep and then the farmer's like well I give you a chance yeah. and he's have ruined it and they just shut the gate and- shut the gate yeah I can't off, deal with this. <clears throat> this is my livelihood. Yeah. I'm losing, like, and over there in Ireland too, like a big farm's got like 150 sheep. Yeah, it's a different, <laughs> 50,000 on a, a station. Yeah. yeah,
0: like you could, you could go out and kill, like you could have a wild dog kill a handful of sheep here on a big farm.
1: Not really it, noticeable. Like,
0: obviously it's not desirable, but it's not like, the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Whereas if you went over
1: there and killed 10 sheep, Like that might put the guy under. Yeah, exactly. Which makes you think, why are the farming when you can do it on a bigger scale here? Like we buy New Zealand lamb in Ireland. Because you can't grow enough lamb yourself. Oh, it must be. Yeah. But why do it? If you can't do enough or do more. but I I think. It's weird. It is weird, but I think you should,
0: um, you should like, obviously you can't do it at all. And like, I don't know, like I like bananas, so, and we don't grow bananas here, I don't think. So we've got to bring shit in from overseas sometimes. But in saying that too, you should be able to like sustain yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: And if it means that we're lucky enough, we could eat an entire sheep each in New Zealand, but you Irish can just have one lamb chop then maybe we just got to change our diet to suit our yeah exactly farming style yeah.
1: oh yeah uh, fish off the Atlantic
0: yeah I, uh, yeah I suppose you do. just don't eat um, don't eat sheep you eat something else yeah Beef. ferrets ferrets and <laughs> rabbits yeah pigeons <laughs> pigeons yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. so how did you um well, obviously you did a bit of 100 and what over there how did you end up turning up here in bloody kiwiland and and then getting into pest control work
1: well i was always i always loved shooting and hunting i was out on my own back home in ireland like sometimes the boys would be at the pub like, again i love the pub don't get me wrong but other times i'm afraid in it like i'd be out lamping foxes on my own like while everyone else was in the pub drinking and socializing
0: Lamping foxes Is like Spotlighting, spotlighting eh Spotlighting They call it spotlighting But they come Spotlighting
1: yeah. foxes Yeah Um So you call them in You look for Because they eat the shit Lambs Yeah lambs, So you're doing I them think whatever. like
0: The third episode I did I had on Mate Christian Otto Who's Welsh And he talked about Lamping foxes Yep Yep That's really good That's And you're like Calling fun. them in And shit
1: like Like, yep. like a dying rabbit Because they're a predator like so. So it's like a rabbit den, and it'll yeah. come into the call and you shoot them because you're doing yeah you're essentially doing free pest control for a farmer yeah so you don't pay over there obviously. but you'll get given access to hunt on their guys place yeah yeah you yeah. could do So it it's a good deal yeah you'll do your turn somehow yeah yeah um so they used to do that they odd. well a lot of the time which is very unsocial and everyone else is in the public <laughs> what are you doing fellow oh, Fox is here at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Can you give me a lift from the pub? Yeah, you're sweet. No worries. Jump in. And then I was sitting on Facebook one night and I seen saying I don't even know how it came up. I still, I would love to know but I seen a job advert on Facebook for Central District Pest Control for trapping possums. Yeah. I didn't even know what possum was. I have <laughs> Honestly. I said, I'll have a go at that. And got in touch with Rob Brandstrom. I said, look, I'm a keen, passionate trapper, hunter, snaring, everything back home in Ireland. What's the go?" And he says, yeah, come over and we'll give you a job. I had never right? met this guy. I had an interview with him on video. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that they actually struggled to get possum trappers in New Zealand because it's just it's not a difficult job, but you're in the bush and you have to have your wits about you. Um, So I came over... He collected me from the airport, loved it, loved the job trap and shit, and then I got involved in a bit of pig hunting with a few mates, and that was just like, We oh, didn't know what pig hunting was in Ireland, like, it, it Have you pig? like, wall pigs? No, there's the odd one released, but there's not enough to hunt. It's not like a wall population, no, it's like no, an no, escape. Not even recognised, I don't yeah. think, on, in Ireland, in England they are, there's wild boar in England, but not in Ireland. That was, and we done a lot of fox hunting with dogs back home. So that's like what I love. I just love hunting with dogs, and then once this guy's okay, Billy Hayes took me out pig hunting, and it was just next level. Like seeing dogs take off and the bush catching boars, and it's like, yeah, dangerous, and it was fun. Gets your blood going, and then just got in hunting too, deer hunting and stuff. And it was, I just fell in love with the place. It broke it, and then. I've only been home once in five years. Probably should go home and see my parents. <laughs> <laughs> hope they're not listening. <laughs> but, yeah, should go home. But it's, it's wicked. They've come out last Christmas and they love it and they understand why I'm here. It's just, if you're into hunting and the outdoors, New Zealand's paradise. It is. Like yeah. it is. It's the best country in the world to hunt and fish. Yeah. Like it's free. You can just walk onto, you can walk into the Rua and shoot. You can shoot 50 deer if you want. It's yeah. obviously immoral, but you can, ch- and there's no seasons, there's no nothing. You you actually can do, like, if you, yeah, you like, like you said, it's obviously immoral, and land. like that last
0: episode we were talking about, like, was all about, like, yeah. population stuff and yada yada, but like, you genuinely could, in this country, if you want to, you can go out and shoot a thousand deer. Yeah. And you Not don't... You don't you don't have to take them home like no. you've got the freedom to make your own choice, exactly on that, and that's fuck it's amazing. It's nuts. It is I think nuts. a lot of people who haven't seen hunting overseas and haven't travelled overseas don't actually understand how good we have it here. Yeah,
1: seasons, everything, but you don't. If God, if you had seasons over here, it'd just be chaos. They're out of control. Oh yeah. You need to go hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's a a different, um...
0: It it is a very different sort of... Like, the whole hunting concept here is very different to anywhere else in the
1: world. Yeah. That's why we have so much freedom. Yeah. Um... But... It's nearly like there's not... I don't know, I don't know what the facts, but is there more hunters now than there was in, like, the venison days? Or less? I'm not
0: sure. We were talking about this last week, and I think there is, um... But I haven't actually seen the numbers. Maybe that's something I need to really dig out and find out. Cause a Jamie to look it up. <laughs> hey, Jamie, can you just pull that up? You're a Jamie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely uh, are not at the level where we've got a Jamie to, to pull that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. Well, we'll just take a quick pause break. I'll go check these roasties and then we'll um, yep. get into a bit of seeker hunting. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I know that spins your wheels. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Righto, we're back at it. The i are still cooking. So, um, seeker. Uh, well, yeah, seeker hunting. Those bastards spin your <laughs> wheels a fair bit, don't they? Love it. Love seeker um, hunting. Yeah. And obviously, been living in the thick of it, in the Hawke's Bay. Yeah, Eastern least in
1: Yeah.
0: Tea tree. How'd you get into seeker, and
1: why do they spin your wheels so much? Um, I'm not sure how I got into them, I think. One of my mates took me hunting one time, and it's just... It's like they've got an attitude problem. <laughs> like, once you... I don't know, once you start shooting deer, like, it's like they're a lot more smarter or intelligent or more cunning than reds um, and it's just something about it it's like once you start shooting a few it, it just grows on you it's like obviously shooting a lot of red deer for work calling them and it's yeah it's fun but my like god when I finish 10 days hunting red deer for work like I just want to go and chase some seiko like it's like reds don't really it's more like a, it's not shooting a, a stock animal but it's it's just not as fun they're not the same animal. it's not like. as fun it's not as fun definitely not I've seen a big seeker stag this three days and like that's when I came home from work for ten days shooting reds and just went straight into the bush I was hunting seeker for four days <laughs> <laughs> not staying out overnight but just day hunts yeah but and, and the roar just the noise they're making the roar and the way they creep in it's like it's you're just putting your whole wits against them whereas reds just come cr- now don't get me wrong I love hunting reds in the roar they come crashing in and it's like they're trying to kill you but seeker are just so cunning they're like a little ghost they're sneaky about yeah.
0: the, it's a very different like I haven't hunted a lot of seeker the bit as a kid um, with the old man and stuff and then because I kind of spent the last however many years mainly down in the South Island like, it's all been reds, reds. but I know what you mean, like, they, when a red comes in, it's coming, it. it's coming in fucking hard. Yeah. It wants you to know it's coming. Yeah. Like, you they can, can be sneaky, but in. you can hear the bastard coming, and nice. he's coming for a big fight, whereas yeah. a, a seeker kind of, he's sneaking in.
1: You can't even hear him come in. Nah. You just look around, and you can just see an antler or a tyne just sitting and he's staring at you for a yeah. couple of minutes and you're like shit and he's, he's probably been staring yeah. at you for 10 minutes exactly yeah. and as soon as you stand up you just hear you know, and it's fucking gone oh, yeah and you're like fuck it was real yeah no I, I went for a red hunt two years ago with Aidan Grandy and Keane Grandy in Lake Sumner and it was awesome in the bush down there you needed binoculars in the bush yeah. that's how open it was calling reds and and it was fun but god it. I've had to pick one to hunt for the rest of my life That's Sega. Yeah. And they're just so tough where they live too. Some of that country is just utter shit. That's they horrible. horrible. It's horrible. That snare you see me today Mingy Mingy just look like, it looked like fiction. It's impossible. You can't yeah. even get through it. You're like crowd surf down it cr- <laughs> crawl underneath it on the way up and then the like crowd surf on the way back down. But oh God you need a dog to find them in there. But no, that's what gets my blood going. Is Sega deer, this, yeah, they're awesome, really, really cool deer. What's the biggest Sega you've? Um, I never actually got it measured. I don't really care too much as long as they look cool. But yeah, it's around one eighty something. Yeah, like below one eighty. I just shot it. I've been after one for a while, and as soon as I seen it, I didn't care about the size because he's gone on the wall. Yeah. Real nice spotty coat. Well farmed. Huge tops. And yeah. It's about 180 something. Nice. I wouldn't mind getting a 200 one day, but it probably never happened. Steering <laughs> my family. My dreams, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Better. But no, you <clears> got to <throat> get out and chase them. They ain't in the house. That's my motto. Definitely. You ain't going to shoot them on the couch. No. No, you're not. You fucking got to get out.
0: Yeah. Just get in there. And, and even oh just God, getting out there and like even if it's not secret just anything like just
1: being yeah. out
0: there oh big like, time the shit you see yep you don't
1: see cool shit sitting on the couch no nah. no nah, I yeah. can never look at it and you'd think our job what we do is 10 days on 4 off Colin and we're we're in the middle of nowhere essentially at mm. the minute out near Pongaroa and like we'll probably not see someone else for 10 days essentially uh, just just you're Timmy. not in the bush yeah you're not in the bush you're just Timmy you're <laughs> maybe it's Pongaro pub one day <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll, we'll be going past this
1: place tomorrow so we'll just hear yeah. he'll be grizzling away my hand. <laughs> but like the last thing I done was 10 days and I didn't see anyone <clears> for 10 days you can't go into Danny work and do different things but you're kind of down here at work so you just go to at work mm-hmm. um, but you'd think our job after your ten then you'd wanna come home and relax and lie on the couch and do stuff. God, I can do it for like an hour and then I'm <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. God, there's only so much YouTube, hunting you can watch, and then you, fuck it, I'm gonna <coughs> do it myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you might as well while you're young and fit. And I suppose for you living up eastern Carwicker, there like it's right on your doorstep. <coughs> like- yep. It is right there. It's literally you can see the bush edge from the house. So it's five minutes in a ute up the gravel road and you're into it. You're into straight into Seeker Country. Into there it. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are there any reds around there or are you look like as I've that... seen
1: one red. Yeah. So there's reds in the farm in Poca Tree. A couple of K less than a K where there'll be reds in the farmland, but I don't think they like that thick bush as much. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not an expert. I have no idea. But the but it's tight yeah and the seeker bush. are like quite aggressive towards the reds
0: aren't they? I think so.
1: I think they eat them out a lot too. You know they they obviously they graze a lot harder kind of thing mm, or yeah the reds would graze on the grass whereas the seeker can just live in the bush. Ah okay yeah you know they they I don't know they just seem like a lot harder animal. Yeah, but um, I don't have no expert on that. That's just my opinion. But you just kill shit. Yeah, because there, obviously there was, apparently there was reds back in the Cowwickers in the in the day. Yeah, yeah. In the, yeah, but I... Fuck, it would take a lot of tucker for a red to live in there. You can just see them picking on stuff if you're watching them. They're like going from bush to bush and having a pick. Just nibbling yeah. little bits like they're constantly. Not, they're now out on paddocks. Fucking, eating huge chunks of grass like and yeah. reds every night. Obviously in the bush edge, yeah, but... And the bush itself. There ain't much to keep them going. I think the is just definitely a little bit more adapted to that country than red. yeah. yeah. I yeah. could I could be totally wrong. Someone correct me on that. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be <being laughs> an expert, yeah. expert listening. <laughs>
0: right. Um And then what about what tar and, and stuff like that? I mean this year you got down, did a trip, and yeah.
1: you get down most years. And we go down once a year normally. Yep. Um, I used to live in Ranfirlie, and I didn't really... I was just getting into hunting still on my own and finding... You know what it's like, trying to find spots. Mm. <clears throat> it's it's quite difficult. It's like a unless daunting in thing, to, yeah. isn't it? You can, you can waste a whole weekend and not see... Like, you can go into a dark block... And there couldn't be any deer... Like, no matter how hard you hunt... Yeah... If there's no deer there... Like, it's pretty demoralizing... Coming back out for a weekend... And you're like. Fuck, and it back can back be out.
0: very... Like... I think... Like, as I've matured with... Just like, as a person and as a hunter... Like, I'm quite... Content now going into a spot... And... Not seeing anything... And coming out and being okay with it... Yeah... But like... W- as a as a younger guy, or you're bloodthirsty. Yeah, you're, you, yeah well, first off, you're bloodthirsty, but you're like, you've kind of you've got something to prove. Yeah. Well, you you think you do. To yeah. be fair, no one cares.
1: No. You actually no one cares.
0: any young fellow listening, no one cares. Yeah. But you, at that moment in time, you think you've got to prove that you're a fucking big dog. Yeah. And so when you do go off looking for a new spot and you don't see anything it, it kind of it'll hurt your ego a little bit and you're ah, fuck you know but in actual fact like there's some romance in trying to find a new hunting spot yeah. and just spending hours beating the feet looking for cool shit
1: yeah like you're definitely right I and mean, you have to do research before you go yeah we used to just drive into a dark block Odeyaki dark block down in Otago and ran for it and he just picked a gully and walked up it and looked for a deer we didn't know what we were doing <laughs> Like if there was a deer there you got excited and shot it yeah, it didn't yeah. matter if it was a hound fawn deer spiker you deer, deer if you've seen, <laughs> it got tipped over yeah yeah, yeah, shit that was it but now you can do some research oh it's been smashed it's been helicopter shot that's what we found out a lot of that blocks get helicopter shot mm. so there's no deer in it we've also got like
0: I think, like well, wow, well, pretty much the whole time I've been hunting by myself, there's been Google Earth, yeah, but it was dog tucker shit back in the day now it's phenomenal, like you can do so much like scouting of a block or an area or whatever you want to call it, using topo maps yep. uh, what's that nztopomap.co.nz and, you even go and the dock maps yep. and google earth you know where all the tracks are where all the huts are you know where to park the car yep. you know where the rivers are the bluffs this that the other you can then look on google earth pop it in a 3d view and actually like you can look at the side of a hill you can suss out yep. campsites ...based on like, on oh no, I won't fit a tent there because there's a boulder. Not just like, oh, the ground's too steep or not. Like, on some of these Google Earth shots, it's... You Pretty know impressive, up. Yeah.
1: yeah. makes actually <clears you> wonder <throat> how the old fella's done it with no GPS or no nothing. God, it's... It's you can, <laughs> It's absolutely nuts how they've done it. Yeah, you
0: can, with Google Earth, I've not seen deer on Google Earth... ...but I've seen herds of bison. Really? on On the mapping app I used... When I was in Canada, you could see herds of bison on there. Holy
1: that's shit. That's how
0: detailed that shit is. So, like, soon we'll be spotting fucking Seeker yeah. in the scrub on our phones. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but like it's thermal a thermal in Google <laughs> or a thermal or yeah. something, new and you can just
1: fly the drone over and, yeah. Yeah, but I still, obviously, we've got thermals and night visions and everything for work, but what gets me is in the roar going hunting with a gun and a dog yeah and a knife looking like, a head torch that's it just a stock standard scope yeah. just well, I have a leopold but yeah just not just a scope and a gun yeah and a dog yeah like, and using the dog calling them in and that's yeah like watching him where he's working and using him with the wind like they're they're just as important as any Thermal or Oh More so Like Like, like Heavy cover Thermal Nothing But God a good dog Will Put you onto them Yeah Dog will pick
0: up More shit than the thermal Yeah A good dog You know Especially like Those dogs
1: you've got (laughs) Woof Nah I I Couldn't (laughs) find a cooked ham Last night (laughs) God Well it helps If the deer's there Yeah They're Popping yeah. the dog Down the galley And it's not even there Yeah Get in Get in And it comes back And he's it down again And you're like Fuck my dog And <laughs> beat the dog Yeah his <laughs> fault <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh,
0: It's um It was a good Good Tradesman Never blames his tools Yeah Yeah
1: But you gotta put time in That's That is my buzz Like working with dogs There's yeah. that partnership That you build With With the dog Definitely Raising it from a pup too, seeing it progress. Thank God, yeah, you get some bad ones, but you get some good ones too. Oh, like that black death that you got. Now. Little Labrador, Oof. he's eight months well, old. He's not even little anymore. He's huge. He's huge, catching his own goats, like bailing them and catching them. Yeah. Billy goats, at eight months old. Honestly. Scrags yeah. wounded deer. And... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he gets stuck onto it. Like he yeah. knows the pointy end, so he would bail. But like if yeah, if he can get into it. And, Hold it for you till you get there. Hold it for you. Yeah. But that for me is just the most satisfying. I'd rather do that. He caught a. I shot a nice big eleven point red stag last week at work, just with a thermal gun, and yes, sweet walked over and cut the head off. But the following morning, the pup took him out on his own, and he took off down the bush, four hundred meters down the bush, and built a belly goat on the edge of a lake. Yeah. And that from when I went down and shot it that for me was more exciting shooting a goat with your pup going down beyond yep. it was more exciting than shooting the big, big the third, third biggest stag I've ever shot yeah i honestly, the pup and the goat was ten times i do that every day yeah, it's way more yep. seeing them progress and from a pup doing that so and and even more so when it's um
0: like with the thermal and, and shit at, and at work and stuff hey, like it takes a little bit more yeah yeah
1: it's, well it's essentially you're just you're
0: just a shooter but but that, that is the thing that um, and I swear, like this is something you know we we joke quite a bit about like oh you know most people wouldn't be cut out for this it's a hard life and it's not it's not like it's hard like you know the colours of old it's hard because of like you have I was going to say the mundanity but that like you know it's mundane I don't know what the word yeah. you know it's like um oh my god mundanity that can't be What's that? when something is mundane monotonous Mono- monotonous monotonous is that it? Yep, there
1: reading, you go, it? yeah you yeah. I've been reading yeah. Jesus I've been reading the hunting book <laughs> 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 it's actually quite a good book it's about the liberation of red deer in Otago Oh, that's yeah. really good talking about up the Dingleburn and shooting massive stags. And within a two years, they had seasons back in New Zealand back then in the 1800s, late 1800s. And within a couple of years, they were noticing the quality of heads were going downhill vastly. Yeah. And because they're only targeting big heads, like yeah. there's only three or four heads shot in a <clears> year out of a certain area but all the biggest biggest yeah and then they started saying hold up shit, there ain't no big heads here mm-hmm. there's just spindly crap and they just went i do killing spray then yeah. sure enough the heads improved again so there's, it does, something, there's something definitely on it yeah. like but oh hold on We'll be back back up to
0: the mundaneness of the yeah. of the work like
1: it's um, it's a job. Yeah. You don't say you're going hunting. No. Like we're going. We're we're up tonight. Do this podcast. Have tea. Go to bed at seven o'clock, and we're up at two a.m. Yeah. And everyone else is sleeping. Yeah. And and you're, you're hunting, but
0: you're not. Yeah. You a, still we have a job. Like, when, to when I do. started doing this, a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, you have got the dream job. This is great yeah. and stuff," and like. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome because I'm working outside and I get to like hunt for a living. Yeah. I'm meeting cool people, hanging out with cool dogs, like, yeah, I do have like a, an awesome job. But the novelty wears the off The novelty very wears quickly. off, and there is a distinct difference between what I'm going to do tonight and what you were doing this weekend.
1: Yeah. Hunting recreationally, yeah.
0: chasing seeker for fun. Yeah. And going out. And systematically killing everything that exists. Yeah. Big it's two thing. very different things.
1: Big time. Um, it's a job. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> and it isn't for everyone. Yeah, like I've talked to so many people, like you said. Yeah. It's best. But then I tell myself too, what else would you be doing? Like you've got to... Like there's no job that's fun all the time. It's, it's non no, existent. Yes. Every job's got, shit. Yeah, every job's got there's no shit. such thing. Yeah. Chopper pilots, like they'll say, Oh fuck, I'll swap jobs with you. You yeah. can drive. And you'd think that's awesome. Yeah. So but they're just a glorified taxi man. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And you're and working all rower steal all the heads They get to out. do
0: some epic shit. Like yeah. this year I pulled when we pulled out of our tar block the guy that pulled us out, man, like he shouldn't have been flying. But there he was in there. Um, pulling us out of some shit weather. Yep. And he, when he landed, he gave me this cheeky little grin like, fuck here, boys, we well are you on. yeah, boys, we're on. You know? And And that was, that was like the day, I'd equate that for him was probably the same as you bailing that goat with your pup the other day. Yeah. It's those little excitement pieces. Yep. A lot you of your going. job will be mundane, but there's those little things in every job, even if you're an accountant. Yep. I don't know what accountants get excited about, oh, but yeah. I bet there's something Tax there. Tax or something. Tax yeah. or something. <laughs> <What the fuck laughs> do <I>
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But,
0: but there's yeah. always every job's got it
1: something that you that yep. you get excited about. So exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Everyone but, in our job, I think, just sees the big heads, and they're like, "That's such a cool job." Yeah. They just see the big. Yeah. Whatever pigs and goats and yep. everything. Oh, so if, but like. Last week, there was one that I sat out in the rain and the cold because we could pet early. I think it was for nine and a half hours or ten hours. I didn't see a deer. <laughs> and like, no one sees that side of it. Uh, like, I thought, oh, cold, shot a big stag. But, yeah. Fuck, I sat out in the rain for ten hours in the cold. I went out the other
0: night. F- I did nine and a half hours walking on and off rain all night. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't raining that night. And, yeah, just walking around, shooting, I was targeting hares that night. Yep. I uh, saw four hares. I shot two hares. I saw not another living fucking thing the whole night. And yep. I got home at, like, two in the morning. And I was just talking to the dog the whole drive home. Yep. Like, like, it, like a zombie. The next yep. day Because your yep. body
1: clock is just yep. all it's, over the place.
0: But in saying that, you go back to that stag, the that first stag we roared this this roar? Yeah. That it was that the it, middle of the day and I, yeah. and we heard it and then it like sat down and it was like, fuck, it was so good because it textbook. was textbook, textbook. Sweet, sit here. I just got roaring, called him in and he, I was like, sweet, he's moving. And there was like a, imagine, fair on there, so like you've got a bit of a gully and in the bottom of the gully there's a big band of like mature Carnica and <clears throat> there's a little ridge that goes round down that's kind of clear on the ridge and the is like coming up around the side so there's like a lane plateau
1: way. kind of thing yeah, yeah. yeah there's like a laneway and I
0: said to Phil he's going to fucking come up that ridge on that laneway you cross over so like Phil sidled uh, 100 metres around and I just kept roaring and I actually got pissed off of you because you shot it too soon and I didn't get to see it. Oh, it hadn't no. come far enough for me to be able to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was textbook like bang. Yeah. And we were sitting there like, fuck you, we're we getting paid
1: to, to shoot there other To do river? that. Yeah. 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 Like what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you gotta, I think you really have to be, you have to be quite passionate about it. Like, yeah. you're, there's hunt, I'm not saying I'm a good hunter or anything like that, but. You really do have to enjoy what you do, or you will not enjoy this job. Yeah. You'll just get over it, and the rain will come in, and you get miserable, and you'll get soaked. Oh, I've had a miserable
0: nights sitting yep. under half a tree trying to stay
1: dry. Yeah, and it will be cold and wet the next night. And guess yep. what? Got to go out again. Put the boots on. Back out again. Exactly. Like that's and the thing.
0: It's. Like you're saying, like you know, you're saying like, oh, you're not the best hunter. And like, I am, like, I know so many people who are far better hunters than I will ever be. Um, but they could not do this job. And I had the same feeling when I was lucky enough to, you know, dive into the world of guiding for a couple of seasons. <clears throat> there are people mates of mine who are phenomenal hunters but they would be shit guides yeah and it's there's a big difference between like you know your recreational hunting and your professional hunting yeah you're not here to have fun you're here to kill everything that your client has told you needs to die yep and and that's that's the end of it um that, that, and is that may be deer yeah. that may be pigs that may be possums that may be Gums. hedgehogs that may be whatever that is whatever it is depending on
1: you know wherever you are whoever yeah.
0: you're working for at the time so yeah
1: there's yeah there's loads of <coughs> different ways to look at it like a lot of people said don't mix your hobby with your job you could talk for a while couldn't? that's 55 minutes <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. See, like Joe Rogan talks for three hours. I know. Just talking, but no. Sorry, I was
0: just checking it. Yeah.
1: You could do. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say don't mix your hobby with your job because you'll lose interest for it. But then on the other hand, you say find something that you, you enjoy doing, and you'll never work a day in your life. And there's definitely a little bit of there's a bit of both clarity day. in it. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. <clears throat> frankly like, I, I don't think I'll get bored of this job for a while. Um I do I I'm actually thinking about going down the road of guiding possibly next year. Yeah. Just for a change to watch someone else shoot and do whatever, but I don't know, I'm still giving it consideration. Or you haven't gotta you've you
0: gotta, you have not got miss it. go to Canada go and to do, Canada. What I do it do. No, awesome, I've got two man. dogs, so it's one Oh look after your shit. dogs. Yeah.
1: God, I'm take my dogs with me to Canada.
0: You're
1: not allowed to hunt with dogs
0: over there, are you? Uh. I don't think so. You can have dogs with you, but you can't. There is some, there are, depending on where you are, I think there are some rules on like how you can use your dogs. Yeah. Because guys will have dogs for them for like
1: packing and stuff, yeah. but. You're not allowed to like indicate and bail up. Yeah. Like, like you, you definitely ain't bailing up moose. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bears and shit, Yeah. Yeah, I um, to in Sweden, they and stuff, aren't
0: they? I see them hunting yeah, birds yeah. and moose and stuff in yep. Sweden. There's different... There's actually, so... Pretty cool. Uh, Sweden's quite interesting. Like, I got to hunt over there, shot a pig over there in 2019. Um, I've got, like, family connections that... Threw in uncle's wife's auntie's brother, nephew, cousin-in-law, something rather. The bro Jonathan took me hunting and, um, so got to shoot a pig and got to like learn a lot about their Swedish hunting. Unfortunately it wasn't deer season while I was there or moose season, yeah. but I'm going to have to get back over there at some point for that. Yeah, but they have, so he had to have like to, as part of getting his hunting license, you you had to like designate a dog person. Oh yeah. So that if you, I think this was him? Maybe this just somebody else in like. What are the Danish people? What's that country? Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that's in Denmark, and that was a different guy I was talking to. But anyway, somewhere in you know one of them bloody beautiful woman Scandinavian countries, countries, Scandinavian countries. Yep they got um you had to like designate a dog person on your thing so that you could prove that you like had the ability to track a wounded animal and you had someone on call so then there were people whose job they'd have like a side hustle where they had a dog and they would be like on call to come and track so if you like wounded a deer i could be like oh yeah and i'll call up yeah phil and his dog and you you come out and i pay you and you come and track my deer for me but like as part of getting your license you had to prove that prove that you like had somebody on call that's pretty cool but jonathan had also done like part of getting your license for that they had to do like a meat safety course so that you could the idea being, like, if you're processing your own yep. meat and stuff, you're able to inspect it yourself yep. and and ensure
1: that it didn't have yep, AIDS or whatever. They do that in Ireland too, I think in the UK. You don't, it's not, it's not, um, mandatory, but it's definitely recommended to do a deer stalking course before you shoot deer in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to do, like, you have to learn the dates of all the deer because it's red, syca, fallow. They've all got different seasons. Hinds and the stags have different seasons. You have to be able to identify them all different. With no antlers, antlers. Um, and then you go on a practical course and you have to shoot a three-inch group. I think it's a three-inch group at 100 yards. Put three bullets through three inches. Yeah. At 100 yards. Um, Is that standing or...? That's prone. And then... Oh, so I that's think, not that hard. If you've got yeah, them, you can do that with a team, you're out of the box. But you're not <laughs> going to believe this. People were feeling it when I yeah. was on the course yet with me. Um, and then I think you have to do that. And then you, have, you shoot 100 yards, one shot. There's a kill zone on a deer. One shot at 100 yards off sticks. Two shots at 50 yards kneeling. And then another shot at like 30 yards prone something along them kind of so, lines yeah so but you have to yeah. kind of prove that you can shoot at different distances and yeah different you know different ways to shoot off your shoulder free hand and all that kind of stuff yeah um which is pretty good
0: that's quite cool because like if you think about even just looking at art, like obviously we haven't got like hunting licenses for that um but we've got you get your firearms license at no point during the whole get your firearms license in New Zealand, does somebody actually... Yeah. There's no formal, this is how to operate a gun. You, you, yeah. you just, you you either pass the test or you don't. It's assumed yep. that you've figured that out somehow. And like, I was lucky enough to grow up. I had my dad and my granddad teach me these things. And, yep. and, and I believe I have like really good um, firearms, like Cf-6. safety and whatnot because of Knowledge. that. But There's no There's no Like Requirements Requirement to like Use like For the Canadians To get your PAL Um Over there Which is like What they call their Firearms licence Um You Have to do like a I think it's like a Two day course Over a weekend or something sure. And they actually Teach you like How to check that a rifle like how to check that a gun is unloaded yeah and and they and like i don't think they there's no like shooting aspect of it but yeah. they actually do
1: put I you down know, in a classroom
0: seriously. and give you like hey prove to me with this gun yeah. that you can like safely identify it as being loaded or unloaded or and whatever and clearing it and things like that you know yeah. there's actually a physical aspect to it which
1: Probably not a bad thing. This is probably not a bad thing. Like, like it, it, it'd add a doing. whole
0: bunch. Like you'd need so much extra resource yeah. to get it to done. But fuck, I've seen some people just with some atrocious oh, Jesus. pointing muzzles all over the show. Yep. Loaded guns here and there, just willy nilly. Yep, it's pretty. Uh, scary. Some people
1: need a good slapping, especially with thermal gear now too. It's god. It's oh, the amount of like night shooting. You can pick a thermal up for two grand. And a gun for a thousand bucks. Yeah. And you can go shoot whatever you want. Obviously they're banned on Dockland. But, but how many guys do it? Yeah. I like guess the thing. Driving around on roads. And I think like, there's a big difference between thermal scopes and thermal handhelds. Yeah. Like Jesus, thermal scopes is fucking pretty dodgy, especially them cheap shitty ones. Yeah. I've... Thermal handheld, you can't fucking shoot anyone with yeah, a... Yeah, yeah. The thermal, thermal handheld, like, you
0: can... Yeah. If you misidentify something in your thermal handheld, like... What do you do? That's a, the, the, it. It's stopped. But on your thermal scope, if there's a misidentification... You can't undo it. Yeah. You can't bring the shot back. No. Nah. And even, like, so, like, through work, there's been quite a few times I've not shot animals because I've been, like, uncertain as to... Yep.
1: Can
0: be 99.9%. Yeah. It still could be wrong. Because like, nah, for me, especially like, so one, I don't want to like shoot, it could be a person yep. or something, like you don't want to do that. But even if it's like just someone's sheep or something, like it's not the end of the world, but as a professional, yep. that's like my job's on the line there. I've just pissed off some neighbour whose sheep's got out and is now on this block that I'm on, or something like, whatever, yeah. whatever it Bird is, travels quick, yeah. yeah. So and then you're that dicky. Bruce just shot
1: a cow. Yeah. Oh, I'm here to shoot your deer. No, you're not. Yeah. You just shot a cow in elements. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And He's it's, a... like, there was actually just over on this block a few months ago, I um, I saw this animal, and it was in, like, a weird spot where, like, you don't typically see any deer. And I'm like going along on my bike And I've got my little electric bike So it's dead quiet Creeping Jesus Creeping Jesus When it bloody works Come on Mahesh, Sort me out Yep <laughs> um, But I like Creep up on this thing I'm all lights off running like dark mode And I'm like mm, Is that a deer? Like And I couldn't Figure it out What the fuck And like I was well within like range To be able to kill it I was like, I just couldn't, like, figure out what it was, what it was. I get closer. I still can't figure it out. What the fuck? So I go, turn, like, turn my head torch along, go white light, big, bright, fucking, trying to, and I'm yelling. I'm like, oi, what the fuck is this? Trying to figure it out. And there had been sheep in that area Mm. that had escaped from a neighbouring farm. And I get over there, and it's a fucking fawn, and I think the thing was asleep or something. And it jumps up and starts running, and I, like... Exactly Shot it on the go Yeah But I Like I just I'm not willing To take that risk Yeah no. And then there's guys Who just waltz on in hunting and fishing The guys at hunting and fishing They're not giving a fuck They're just getting the same They're making
1: money yeah. yeah they're
0: making the money So they'll just sell you Some shitty thermal Yeah That actually You'd struggle to Make Identify. a identification with Because it's such poor quality Yep They'll sell you that because they'll make some cash. You slap it on a gun. You haven't had to prove it to anyone that you're actually safe with a firearm. You've just passed a multi-choice test. Yep. And then you drive up bloody side of the carwickers there or, or anywhere. Any road? Public any, road? Any public road yep. with some public land where you're not allowed thermals or some private land that you ain't got permission to be on. And you, there's people just driving around willy-nilly shooting shit. Yep. So like... I'm surprised more people haven't been shot since coming
1: in of thermals. I always say that. Very shocking how... Yeah. People haven't been shot. I don't know how. God. You obviously don't want someone shot, but fuck. no, It's a bit of a worry as the price keeps coming down, and more people hunt. Yeah. I think you should really need, like, some kind of proof that... you're using a thermal on ground that you have permission permission to use it because essentially I, like I don't know I don't think we need
0: to go that far because like
1: in Ireland so in Ireland when we're getting our firearms license we have to have we have to have a farm and the owner sign it to prove that we are going to hunt there we can't just get a firearms oh, because license because there's no public land yeah. you so we can't just get to... a license Yeah. You have to have, and I guess you think it's three farmers, and then the police will come out and inspect the ground. So if I apply for a 2 3 it can't be flat like a dairy farm. They won't give you a 2-2-3. Two, two, it has to be rolling country. Because
0: that assume Which that if is it's is. flat country, you could easily shoot into the well, neighbouring ruckishes farm. Ruckishes or, or anything, you yeah.
1: backstops. So that's like so they'll your, your firearm the
0: has to like your calibre has to be fit for purpose on the property that you're using
1: it on. Fucking hell. Yeah, and you're only allowed one two two. One 1223. Like yeah. if you try and play for two, two, three, threes, the police will be like, What do you need two for? That honestly, like Fuck. so over here you can just go and buy fifteen if you want. Yeah. I'll take them all off. The so
0: shelf. when you if you go back to like the thermal thing there, like it's kind of... The thermal fits into the same thing there because you're not allowed to use a thermal on Dockland, are you? I
1: don't think so. I don't
0: I'm pretty sure it fits under the bill of spotlighting.
1: Yeah.
0: Using... Camera, but it's something along like using artificial light source for hunting. Something is, like that. Yeah. I don't know how it's worded, but it's something like that. And I'll, I'll,
1: I'll actually... I'll check on that. Um, Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should... You should be allowed to use thermal handhelds. Like they do, come under the same category. Yeah. Because you're, you can't shoot, isn't it? Guns. So the idea
0: be? with a thermal handheld would be that you could use it to spot during Damn. day, yeah. But you couldn't, even if you used it at night to locate an animal, because you're using a standard like daylight scope.
1: Yeah.
0: You couldn't actually shoot it. Shoot with it. Yeah. So, you, in theory, you wouldn't be using it at no. night no yeah but to use a thermal scope
1: you're then well, yeah. you can just use it anytime yeah you're actually point you're swinging the what i don't like about it is you're scanning with the gun and that's why and like, the I barrel to, is pointing yeah. in the same place as the thermal i just yeah. don't and that's why i have like one a, on that quick detach yeah and it plus,
0: it's awkward as fuck. If you spend a whole night walking around... Oh, God, no, using, I
1: don't know how you like, do Like, there's it. a
0: reason why when people are out hunting, they have binoculars yeah. and not just using your scope to scan. Exactly. Because it, it's shit. It's, it sucks. It's not
1: good, yeah. It's not yeah. safe. It's not... It's not fucking... What's the word? Oh, God, I'm terrible. <laughs> it's just not... Handy. Yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, yeah. Oh get my gun off my back here and start scanning with the scope, or you can just put your hand up with binoculars. Going. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. Should we call it a day? Yeah, it's pretty good. What was that? Get some kai. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go to bed and get, get up at ki. two o'clock when everyone else is sleeping.
0: <laughs> go to work. Yeah. Go to work. Yeah. Go to work.
1: It's not handsome. Yeah. <laughs> nah. No, it's good.
0: Um, good. anything else you want to add? There, people find you on the social medias. Instagram. Instagram.
1: I think Instagram. That's it. I don't have Facebook or anything. Just Phil Duff. Point two two three, on Instagram. You like two three's, do you? two to threes, 223s, Two two three. Yeah, I'll um, I'll put Phil's like um
0: posts. detail and I'll I'll end up sharing all that and shit on the gram anyway. But so what is it Phil Duff two two three. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah, Matt. No Facebook. No Facebook. I'll probably delete Instagram soon. after again. Yeah. Yeah, sick of it. Um, and what are you on Tinder? six 69 yeah. on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. On Tinder, too. Yeah. If you're a uh, beautiful young lass, does a bit of baking. Surely you should not still be listening. <laughs> <do less. laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're a good looking girl and um, you're like a man who's never around, um hit phil up (laughs) he's got a good looking dog you'll be able to um look after while he's busy
1: yeah yeah nah man we'll leave it at that thanks phil cheers